Welcome back to the Hampton Roads Experience with Mike and Joe. I'm Mike. And I'm Joe. Uh, this is episode three of our show, and today we're here with Janet Rawson. Hello. <laughs> she's the founder of the Two Strong Fund uh, and an advocate for animals in our region. Today she's going to talk to us about uh, responsible pet ownership, how you can get involved with rescues, uh, and who you can turn to uh, if you find yourself in over your head with unexpected medical bills for your pets. Fantastic. All right. And drag your poor body down. Just one thing I ask of you. All right, let's uh, let's, let's get into it here. So, uh, Janet, why don't you introduce yourself? Just uh, tell us a little bit about who you are and and where you're from and how you got involved in animal rescues. Sure. Um, well, I am a Virginia Beach local. Lived here my whole life. Your whole life. My whole life. Wow. <laughs> um. Always loved animals, um, so it was kind of natural when I got older. Um, I wanted to know how I could kind of get involved a little more, and that started off with a little beagle that got dumped, who uh, I think you're familiar with, Joe. Was, was that actually your first? That was my first rescue. <laughs> That's amazing. Tennessee Jed, though, um, and I helped some friends get him into a good home. He's yeah. in rough shape, so. <laughs> so, yeah, a little, little, little side story about that. Me, me and Janet actually met through uh, – Jed, our little beagle that we ended up uh, adopting from her. Um, no kidding. And yeah, me and my wife, we were looking for a, uh, a to take in another dog, and 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 she had gone through one rescue, and 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 um, just things didn't kind of work out. And last minute, somebody somebody said, "Hey, check this dog out, Janet. You know, this person has this dog." And she sent it to me and, and said his name was Jed, and and I was like, "Oh, kind of like the Grateful Dead song, Tennessee Jed." <laughs> and had no idea, you know. It turned out we're both huge Grateful Dead fans, and, and this dog, yeah, it was just, oh, it was fate. Supposed, it was just it was meant supposed to, to happen. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah, that's a cool story. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, we did a lot for that dog too. He, he had a liver problem. He was, I mean, he would just. I have a rescue. I have got. I have a rescue, and yeah. uh, so my sister has a bunch of rental properties. Her and her husband, and this was God, probably ten years ago, and they're like, I didn't want it. Nothing to do with the dog. Nothing. Yeah. And my, they're like, you're going to want to see this dog. You're going to want to. So they send me a picture, huge schnoz. Like she's part, uh, looks like Doberman, some yeah. Doberman in her. And so she is the sweetest thing in the world. Mm-hmm. She was skin and bones when, when I got her. Mm-hmm. Now she's not skin and bones. Um, but she is the sweetest dog in the world. But they must have beat her so bad. Like oh, if, yeah. if I yell at her. She just rolls over, yeah. and it's the, the, she gets scared at gunshots. Yeah, um, we have you know hunters or whatever in the field yeah. behind us. So, but you know, unfortunately, she's like she's getting old, and and she can't even jump in the bed anymore. So, we have two dogs. One we is not a rescue, but rescues are it's it's really cool what you guys do. I mean, I again never thought I was going to be a dog guy. And I, now <laughs> I'm a dog. Now I'm starts. a dog. That's you, that's how it starts. I'm not. You, you know, I, in my case, like I guilted into it, and I love it now. Right. So, Janet, Janet is like the queen of networking for for the rescues, oh. and, and everything she does is like. I mean, if you're on her Facebook or anything like that, she's just like all dog. Yep. Yeah, that's yeah, good. That's, <laughs> so that's yeah, so we'll we'll jump in a responsible pet ownership mm-hmm. because obviously, my, you know, most rescues are typically coming from non-responsible right um what are some of the steps that owners should be taking to safeguard their pets um well first and foremost responsibly you need to spay and neuter your pet that's huge um a to help control the over pet population 
um, and cut down on all the animals that are turned into shelters and to mm-hmm. rescues. Um, and then also a lot of people don't know, but it can prevent your pet from developing certain types of cancers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so a lot of people don't that. know that. Yeah. yeah. More in so. the females, I think. Uh, that's females what that, and males. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that's a, a positive thing. And then a lot of times too, um, if you have, um, you know, a male dog that isn't neutered, sometimes they can kind of develop some aggressive type of behaviors mm-hmm. and that will like kind of cut that down a lot to kind of mellow them out a little bit Just more. taking that testosterone away. Yeah, yeah. taking it out. Like, taking it aggr- out. An aggressive male? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that can solve some behavioral problems um, that people come across. Um, and then even with cats, um, you know, it can cut down on them spraying in your home, which, you know, mm-hmm. can be a reason that people would rehome their pet. I was a cat behavior. person before I was a dog person. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Very familiar. <laughs> Very familiar. Yeah. So that can help, um, you know, a lot. And then vaccinating your pet is huge. A lot of people don't realize, you know, you definitely need to get your rabies shots yeah. for your pets. You need to get your parvo distemper shots. Parvo is a huge, like, it's an awful thing. It's super deadly. Um, if your pet gets it, it can take them down. Now, is that is hours. that transmitted? Like, is that yeah, parvo from, from other dogs or other? Yeah, so animals? it's on like um like uh, <clears throat> the feces. So like in dog gotcha. parks, you've okay. seen things like they've had to shut down. Yeah. Um, to, you know, basically kind of bleach everything yeah. and sanitize. You just don't want any of that. So I've, I've heard about it. I've just never really thought about like what it was. You know? Yeah, okay. I just thought it was something that the vet charged me extra for. <laughs> yeah, I didn't order. I didn't order the parvo. <laughs> right. No. Definitely, uh, puppies, seniors get taken down a little harder, but um, any any do- adult dog can pick it up too. So just mm. be safe yeah. on that. Now with the vaccines, like do you like because we have a lot of dog parks in the area uh, or or in the in throughout Hampton Roads. Do mm-hmm. you have to be vaccinated to bring your dogs into the parks? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you do. And a lot of the parks, um, they'll require you to also have like your license and to show your shot records. Okay. Um, to be able to to go in to the parks. Makes so, sense. Yeah. Sometimes I've seen owners of the animals that probably are not vaccinated. <laughs> Sometimes the owner's scarier than the dog. <laughs> Where are your papers? And I'm like, oh, man, I need to see your papers, buddy. And I don't think you're supposed to be in here. Your dog can stay. Yeah, that's true. Um, um, what about things like uh, microchipping and all that stuff? Yeah, microchipping is huge because, um, you know, you can have a tag, you can have a collar, but a tag can fall off the collar. The collar can easily fall off your pet if they get loose. Um, the microchip is just inserted kind of right under the skin and that way animal control, any mm-hmm. vet office can scan it. If your pet gets loose and yep. picked up, they can then get a hold of you so that you can get your pet back quicker. Yeah. I'll tell you, we, 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 um, about a year ago, our dogs got out of the fence while I was doing some yard, um, some yard work and, um, we, we were able to round up two of them and, and, um, um, or, uh, the one dog Pearl, we, we were able to round up a Harriet. She just went moseying on down the How neighborhood. How many dogs do you yeah. have? Uh, I, I, I have two right now. I've got two and I've got three cats. So okay. yeah, we've got a, we've got a full house. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, um, uh, Harriet got picked up by, by animal control, but we didn't know. And my wife was freaking out the whole time. And, and, uh, we, uh, there was a face Hampton roads, um, um, lost and found pets or whatever mm-hmm. on Facebook. Um, I guess one of the um, one of the one of the people from the um, the, the um, animal animal shelter um, they were like yeah she's down at the um, uh, at the at the pound so we had to go pick her up and it was like we had to go break her out of jail the next morning it was like fifty dollars to get <laughs> yeah. her out you know but, yeah. but had we had that trip it would have it would have just taken that whole you know situation 
and just de-escalated it. For well, the costs. Let's talk about that because, you know, that stuff's expensive. And mm-hmm. you probably maybe know some ways to cheaper alternatives or how to get it. Uh, there, there are ways to loopholes, so to you speak. Know, like some low-cost Yeah, there's got to be. Yeah. I know, like, the Humane Society is always one of them, right? What are some other options that are out there? Yeah, so there's a lot of resources locally. Um, your local SPCAs, um, Humane Societies, um, they offer low-cost spay-neuter and shot clinics, mm-hmm. microchipping included. Um, and then, you know, at, like, Carolot, they have a low-cost um, vet clinic there. That's um, where we go to get the shots done. Yeah, yeah. and it's really reasonable. Um, there's a pause clinic with Pet Supplies Plus. Um, and then a lot of times, if you look at different, you know, dog events in the area that are going on, they'll have kind of pop-up clinics there. Yep. Um, PETA has a neuter scooter um, that you can go to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I'm going near that thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so, yeah, I mean, if you Google, you know, low-cost vet clinics, a lot of things will pop mm-hmm. up. And um, the easiest way is just to chat with your, like, your local SPCA and, you know, hit them up first. Yeah, I've had luck with the Hubane Society, mm-hmm. you know, because yeah. I, I went to my uh, the vet and got some crazy bills to spay my um, Shih Tzu. Mm-hmm. And the Shih Tzu's the baby. And the wife's like, but she's going to have, like, all this proper care. I said, the Humane Society is going to do a good job. And it was, like, like I don't know, like 70 bucks or something. It was crazy. Yeah. And I had my shot records. They updated all the shots mm-hmm. for me. Yep. And they had some crazy deal on flea medication. Right. Uh, uh, but so... Take advantage yeah. of that stuff, yeah. you know, and it, you don't necess- you don't need to be on a fixed income to take advantage of some of these things. Yeah, right. And I mean, the fact that you mentioned flea um, medication, that's another important thing, flea and heartworm, because heartworm is something that's really deadly, too. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you can usually get, um, you know, a good price on stuff like that through there, um, you know, different clinics. And yeah, no, too. that's awesome. crazy. Knock it all out at once. Go and let's go clinics. Let's talk about adoption, right? Mm-hmm. Pet- yeah. So where, where, where are some good ways to adopt a pet like if do you want to do a rescue versus buying a pup am i allowed to say puppy mill we'll call it we don't want to bring those but you know yeah store-bought puppy (laughs) that we all look Uh, at in the windows we all look at them and we put rescuers cringe right right so so tell the listeners what are some of the ways the easiest way because you know joe and i being in real estate you know usually when you get a house the next the very first thing you're getting is a dog that's kind of like the american dream right so what what are some of the ways how would you prepare number one prepare to to um um to adopt, mm-hmm. obviously, and then and then, how does that process go down? Yeah, so I mean, pretty much the first thing you want to think about when you're going to introduce a dog or a cat, for that re- um, matter, is kind of what's your lifestyle. You know, mm-hmm. are you super active? Are you not? You know, um, what kind of space you know do you have? Also, you know, even if you're renting or owning, you need to think about breed restrictions, weight restrictions. Cause even yeah. if you own a home, certain insurances may have some condos, you know, condos have some, even well, condos, condos, condos. Restrictions. insurance. I had yep. a client of yeah. mine that they bought a house and then they got a, um, um, a, 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 a bully breed. I, I, it wasn't a pit bull. I don't think, but the insurance guy came to the house and was like, do you have a dog? And they're like, yeah. He's like, do you mind if I see it? And uh, and sure enough, he looked at it, he's like, no, bully breed. And he yeah, because they, they covered they covered the a liability. Yeah. They got a million dollars of liability yeah. on those condos. Yeah, yeah that's well, this crazy. was in a single family home. I well, I was shocked. Oh, wow. Yeah, and they, yeah. they had to scramble to get more homeowners insurance. People don't realize that. Yeah, yeah. it can happen, and you, and you don't realize it. Um, and so then that puts you in a bit of a bind. Yeah. So um, that's the first thing that you should kind of think about. Um, and then if you if you kind of lean towards like one type 
a breed, you know, just do the research because don't go by just what it looks like. Cause but they're so cute. I know. You might love a cattle dog, but you might not realize that the cattle dog <laughs> needs a lot of exercise, It, you know. So you just kind of need to, like, research your breed. Um, there are breed-specific rescues out there if you definitely want, you know, mm. like a full, a full like, golden retriever or something. Um, so that's kind of where you need to start. And then you can Google, you know, you can Google for local rescues in your area. Mm-hmm. Definitely hit up your animal controls, um, your SPCAs, your humane societies, um, and kind of, you know, meet the dogs. A lot of them, just be prepared. You're going to need to, you know, fill out an application. You're going to need to yeah, provide references. That, yeah. Yeah, yeah, references. They actually do background checks. A lot of these rescues mm-hmm. actually do, or, or not necessarily, a, you know, like a, a credit check and things like that, but they actually call your, your references yep. to verify yeah, make sure you're, you're a good person. And, yeah, and, a good person. Yeah. Um, what about home visits? Do they? Yep. Um, now, you know, most of the most local rescues they usually require a home visit. Um, even the you know a local shelter and a rescue they'll they're going to ask you if you have other pets. If you do, they're going to want to do a meet and greet to make mm-hmm. sure that if you have two cats, they get along. If you have two dogs, they get along. <laughs> you know, things like that. Um, and then you know they're going to require you to sign an adoption agreement, and a lot of that mm-hmm. it pretty much will lay out that you're going to be a responsible pet owner. You kind of agree to these certain you know rules, and then if you ever have to give your pet up, a lot of the times they'll require you to give your pet back to them just so that they don't end up back in you know yeah. a bad a bad spot. Yeah, yeah, I I, I could imagine the last thing they want to do is have that 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 dog, you know. Yeah. Be moved out to another, another almost more like a fostering like type of thing. You yeah. can foster this animal, but we want the animal back if it doesn't work out. Yeah, I mean, because it's happened in rescue <clears throat> before. You know, um, somebody has turned in the animal into like they've moved or something, and they've turned the animal into, um, you know, an animal control, and that animal happened to still be chipped back to the rescue, and the rescue got a phone call that, hey, do you know that you know, Uh-oh. tiny is. In the shelter, it's like, whoa, we didn't know that. So let, let's let's uh, let's let, let's talk about that too, because uh, that's kind of a difficult situation. Um, if somebody has a pet they can no longer care for, you know, or something's happened, you know. They, they you know, where can they go as far as rehoming, you know? Because I, I think you know, and it was common in the military, you know, when I was in Germany, that people just left their pets, you know, and things like that, and 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 um, you know, but there were local rescues that would take them in. You know, what about here in Hampton Roads? You know, say I can no longer take care of my dogs. Who can I turn to for help? Sure. I mean, I would I would reach out to, like, your SPCAs. But then, you know, look into local rescues. Reach out to them and see if they've got space for your pet. If you want to try to rehome your pet by yourself, um, there's a lot of good networking sites, like, on Facebook. You know, um, like, Rehome Your Pet Hampton Roads, um, things like that. Um, the main thing I think if you're going to do, if you're going to do that is to really vet out the person that is interested, a good thing would be to require, um, an adoption fee to kind of weed out people that just kind of want free pets for, Mm -hmm. you don't know if it's for the right reason. And then, you know, require references yourself, do a home visit yourself, you know, to make sure that your pet can, you know, go to a good spot. Um, but you know, there's a lot of a lot of good. You can list your pet by yourself on like sites like Rescue Me. You don't okay. have to be a rescue to list on there. You I didn't can know do that. that. Yeah, yeah RescueMe.org, I think it is. Okay, awesome. We'll put some of these websites like on our page and stuff like that. Oh yeah, we'll make it make it a little links. bit easier so yeah. they can just click on them because mm-hmm. that's a little good. That's a lot of good stuff. Let's go to the flip side of that. Some people like to go above and beyond, right? They they just love caring for their pets. They want to make an impact in the community. 
What are some of the ways that people can get involved in rescues? Where can they go to look for stuff like that? Um, <clears throat> so you can contact kind of a private rescue, see what they need help with, um, or you can apply, you know, with your um, local SPCA. A lot of the ways to help out um, would be volunteering to come over, spend time with the dogs, walk dogs, spend time <laughs> with cats. Um, you know, you might clean some kennels. You know, it's not okay. all... Yeah, you know, fun for yeah. potentially. I like to pet the animals. You know? yeah. <laughs> I'll be the greeter at the door. Right. <laughs> let me show. Let me show you, Fufu. Yeah. Come see Fufu. And um, you know, also, you know, you can volunteer to help out at the adoption events. The more people that are there to be able to handle the animals, the more animals that the groups can bring. Um, you can gather things to donate, things like newspapers, towels, blankets, all you know, detergent, whatever. Places can always use that. Um, fostering is huge. Like you had brought mm -hmm. that up. Um, you provide your home and the care and then the rescue organization or, you know, the SPCA, they'll pay for the vetting of the animal and you just kind mm -hmm. of are allowing it to kind of get used to home life until it gets adopted. So is the SPCA doing, um, do they, do they, cause I always thought that they just kept animals at their place. Are they actually putting them out into homes? You can apply to foster. Mm -hmm. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. I don't know. Yeah. How can you foster a dog? You're going to fall in love with the dog, right? <laughs> and then they're going to say, we're taking the dog back. <laughs> that doesn't sound very well, fair. You could be a foster failure and then <laughs> oh. just end up adopting just end the up dog, adopting. you know, God, God. Uh, yeah. you could do that. That's a, uh, do, do, that. do a lot of people do that? Does that become something? Yeah. We've had some people just fall in love with the dogs, wow. you know? I mean, yeah. I don't That's foster good. because, I you probably fall in love. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. If you're I, a dog lover, yeah, you can. I have a non-friendly dog. He's an only child dog, so he has. Um, and my boyfriend kind of says, you know, thank goodness because otherwise we'd have <laughs> twenty know, dogs. Yeah, we'd yeah. have a, a slew of pets, but he's locked it down. So I have a 15 year old that's just like that. Yeah. And that's why we only have one because <laughs> he wouldn't even like, play well with others. <laughs> Um, so some other ways you can, um, you can transport. People don't think about this either. Um, you know, rescues and stuff will try to pull dogs out of, mm -hmm. you know, shelters kind of when the time is up, cats too. And, you know, the, the, where they're pulling it from maybe states away. So they need help okay. getting it to them here, you know, locally. Mm -hmm. And so you can always do transport and that's really rewarding too. Cause you're busting them out of, you know, yeah. animal Death prison Row, and kinda. then, yeah. And yeah. then bringing them to their new rescue, which would be a no-kill situation, or you're bringing them to their new adopter if something's already okay. lined up. So wow. a lot of people don't think about that, but that's a huge part. Mention it, and, and, and you know we don't have to get too much into the topic, but the um, the the no-kill is mm -hmm. that is that a common thing in our region? Are, are the shelters no-kill or there are some that are no-kill. Um, others, um, yes, they are still. I guess they do have to potentially euthanize but a, a lot of them mm -hmm. are really trying to so we won't put them on the website we won't we don't want we don't <laughs> people to get upset <laughs> oh well no i mean you know i mean they a lot of them are only um you know for if certain instances certain, um, but they yeah. can't necessarily be labeled no kill local rescue groups so private mm -hmm. groups can label themselves no kill because the dog might okay. stay there for the rest of its life if it doesn't get adopted is, or the cat is there a time frame like in in i guess the, the like the public shelters or whatever is there a time frame that an animal can you know is allowed to stay there before uh that would be specific to each kind okay. of shelter so i don't know i didn't know if there was rules on, on yeah that, i don't know. know the specifics of how long they keep them i mean 
locally they do a lot better than some places like rural shelters you know mm, that yeah. they may only have a whole time of you know maybe like five to seven days oh, wow. um, oh, that's short. Um, an owner surrender potentially in like a rural shelter that that's just the, the wow. rules it could potentially be put down upon arrival if someone surrenders wow. a pet but locally you know our groups are doing doing a lot you know they're yeah. They're in a lot better spot. Here. Yeah, it seems like it's a very proactive region. Yeah, so yeah. That's good. That's good. Let's talk uh, about the fun stuff, medical bills. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the, every, you know, everyone knows going, going to the vet. I, I tell you a really Shit funny story because we're running out of time. But, so my, we had a little baby Shih Tzu, right? We had ceramic tile at the time. My wife dropped the Shih Tzu. Her little baby. The head hits the floor, right? Okay. Oh, my God. And I, she's going to listen to this episode and she's going to laugh. So... We, I'm like, here we go, right? We're going to the vet. And I, you know, I, we go to the one down on the boulevard. And the next thing I know, my x-ray bills and this, that, uh, $900. Are there other alternatives? or? Let me just throw this one in here real quick for you. Jed. The, the, Tennessee the, our, Jed. Our, our connection here. Um, loved him. Sweetest dog. He had a liver shunt that oh. everybody, he was on medication for. You know, the, the blood was bypassing the liver. Um and nobody, you know, nobody said they could do surgery to correct it or anything like that. Um, we finally, we took them to get a couple tests. NC State down in, uh, um, um, down in, in Raleigh. Raleigh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They said they could do the surgery. So we took them down there to get the surgery done. Um, $6,000. <laughs> wow. Yeah, $6,000. I already put in a little bit into him, too. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. So we, he's like yeah. our... He's a bionic dog. Yeah, we, he's the million-dollar dog, yeah. He's, he's, wow. Yeah. But but that dog, because of us, you know, because of Janet and because of uh, us and, 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 and uh, his new family, because we had to rehome him, um, he had some... Um, 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 issues when adjusting when my daughter was born and we just the dynamic wasn't working in our home so fortunately we had to we had to rehome him again through janet and and uh, but we all stay in touch and that dog is is still kicking and he should have been dead long ago from what every vet said (laughs) now are there so are there any programs out there for i don't know income restriction or something like that or you know, pro bono type of vet systems out there or charities charity type of things that can help people so um I know the My Humane group, Society. Too Strong oh. is uh, <laughs> the Too Strong Fund. Um, that is a hospice fund. And so it's geared towards people that have senior pets or terminally ill pets. And, you know, if their pet still has a lot of, you know, life to still live, but they mm-hmm. can't afford the vetting, they can apply for assistance and we will help cover that cost for them. Um, there's also a group, um, Animal Resources of Tidewater locally. They have a medical okay. assistance fund. You can apply um, for whatever need it is that you have. And, um, you know, they help a lot um, in the area. There's another new fund um, called Pause and Need, and that's more geared towards, you know, emergency assistance. You know, my pet has to go to the vet, like, now. And, you know, if it doesn't have this surgery in, like, an hour or something, you know, it's... Oh, wow. So know, it's like an emergency fund. It's an emergency fund. fund mm, yeah. um, and they just started this year. Um, but then there's also low-cost um, assistance that you can apply, like, through, you know, Virginia Beach SPCA. Um, they've got a clinic. Norfolk SPCA, they have a clinic. And you can, you know, talk to them and apply if you have, like, low income. Um, there are certain, you know, restrictions there. Um, but they can do things at a, at a lower cost. Um, and then there's like a, there's a clinic over in, um, I think it's in 
Newport News, maybe, um, and I think it's called the Pads Clinic, and I'll I'll I get that link that. right. Yeah. And they yeah. do a lot of surgeries, like major surgeries, for a fraction of the cost. So, so there's wow. a lot of options. There's there a, a lot, lot of options. That's, that's great, you know, because you know people get freaked out. My sister, similar situation to yours, uh, they told her dog, you know, that the dog had cancer. Right, dog wasn't eating everything. Yeah. Nine thousand dollars later, and mm-hmm. we got to put the dog down. Yeah. You know, so sometimes you know, so now. Again, she probably wouldn't qualify for any of those programs, but there are people that are neat that need those things. They don't want to just put their dog down prematurely because mm-hmm. they can't afford a couple thousand dollars of bills. So it's yeah. great to know. And like I said, we'll put all those things out there on on the Instagram yeah. and Facebook because mm-hmm. a lot of people need to know where those things are because you don't you can't necessarily always find those things on Google. You got to find them through other people because mm-hmm. they're not pumping a bunch of money in advertising because they're saving money to save pets. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, so speaking of money, let's tell us more about the two. The is it too strong? Mm-hmm. Am I saying it right? Yeah, too tell strong. Tell us about this fund. Too strong. Yeah. So, too strong. Um, and it's spelled T O U. Yeah, I saw um, that. Which and the reason for that is it was started because I had a feisty little beast named Tula, <laughs> <laughs> um, and she battled a lot throughout her life, um, cancer. Um, we became very familiar with NC State, also. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And uh, liver disease and then kidney failure. And um, so she had, like, chemotherapy and all this stuff. And, and you know, she she rocked it. And, you know, she was able to still live a good life with certain, you know, certain things. But it came at a very large cost. So, mm-hmm. I, you know, she essentially passed away a year ago. Um, but we used to call her two. And we used to say she was too strong. So <laughs> uh, we developed this fun in her memory for other people who have pets that are too strong to give up. And um, so, yeah, I mean, we raise, every money we raise, it goes directly into the fund. Um, you know, we have a big fundraiser coming up. Um, we do this annually with uh, Big Ugly. This is our second one. Ooh, I like Big Ugly. Um, yeah, I mean, so, yeah. Beers, I'll be there. When is, you know, when is that one? <laughs> it's March the 2nd from oh, 12 to like, 5. Oh, it's like next Saturday? Yep, um, yep next Saturday. Next Saturday. It's kid friendly, family friendly. Oh, dogs! Pet, yeah, pet friendly, pet, yeah, that place. You know? We brought we brought our shit to there. She was a giant hit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she just lays there. She likes the concrete floors because she just lays, crawls cool. out, feels so nice and cool. Yeah. And oh man, everybody and their kids, adults, they they wanted the. Pet. She's a giant princess. She was in but, her element. Oh yeah, she loves bre- she loves breweries. Well, you'll have to bring her out to this. Absolutely. It's a really good time, and we have. I mean, we have raffles. Um, Big Ugly is very generous. They donate a portion of beer sales. We have music. Um, Jesse Chong's playing. Um, awesome. He plays a lot of Dead, so yeah, we yeah, can appreciate really that, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just like that I could donate through beer. You had me a donate <laughs> yeah, through beer. Absolutely, yeah. Perfect. Well, well, I, I like it. One of the things I, I mentioned to Janet when we were talking about her fund uh, this year is that I'm going to be donating a portion of all my closings. Uh, to her fund to help to help that you know keep that going um and so you know that's something we're going to implement here in the in the coming weeks yeah, very, very cool, exciting though. super yeah. thankful for that so we'll put a link for her fund too we'll yeah. put all that out there yeah that'd be awesome Ab- absolutely what 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 would be the best way for people to get donations to you so um probably if you have facebook um go on to uh two strong fund t-o-u um, and then there's a donation link there that you can donate, and it goes directly into the fund. 
um, if you needed to mail, if you wanted to like mail a check or something like that, um, you can message me on there and then, okay. you know, people I'll don't use checks anymore. That's weird. Some people do. That's weird. You can ask a 20 year old what's a check. Yeah. 20 year old. It's like asking yeah. them, showing them a CD. What am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> <laughs> they don't even carry cash. No, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the easiest way probably is through there. Cause then you can use your credit card. You can use your PayPal, okay. like all that kind of stuff. So, okay. um, check us out through there. And then we do have a page, um, um, we are managed art is like the manager of our fund and we're kind of we are a subset so um, we have a page on their website and I can include the link to that and okay. absolutely yeah we'll get it all out there, there too and there was there was one last thing I wanted to ask because it wasn't on our thing and then we'll finish up so because our show is about Hampton Roads where do you Give us a couple great places that you love taking your dog. Give us like two places great to take. Yeah, I just got a, a I just question. got a brand new dog. I'm <laughs> brand new to the area. I just bought a house from Joe and Mike. I need to know where to take my dog. Where am I going? Um, I like to take my dogs to you know Mount Trashmore to walk around there. It's a great loop. Mm-hmm. A great, yeah, good trail. Um, and then I like to go down to like First Landing. I still call it Seashore State Park. <laughs> um, those are the places that they enjoy the most perfect That's do they great. do they have the little doggy bag the little, little poop bags things that you can pull out you know some places they are yeah, they're and starting and to have, have those now where you can mount trashmore yeah yeah they, you can pull them right in my yeah. neighborhood too yeah. yeah but um mount trashmore has them and i think first landing has have them too I mean, they, that's a really good trail i love i love first landing i mean you, you got the woods you got the beach and everything so you get a little bit of everything for your dog but yeah, yeah I, th- I think it's shaded in there too that's a good walk even in the summer because of the shaded lots of smells Lots yeah. of smells. Yeah. Keeps them busy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know my Shih Tzu, you know, because they got the crushed face. Oh, my God. She stops at every tree. Yes, there was a dog here before you, I can promise you. And she has to stop at every single one. Yeah. Squats. Okay, it's my tree now. That's why the dogs are great. Dogs are great, especially like some, she's my little princess. Everyone knows the Shih Tzu's my dog. Big guy with a little dog. That's me. Well, this has been a this has been this a great, great show. Interview. Yeah, yeah this has been a lot show. of a lot of great information for our listeners. And, and uh, thanks Janet for having wanted, me. Yeah, we wanted to thank you for coming in and, and, and discussing these topics with us. And thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Uh, thanks Hopefully a lot. Hopefully, it'll open up um, some options for people, and they'll reach out and you know, yeah. adopt before they shop. <laughs> That's <laughs> a good adopt before you shop. That's <laughs> fantastic. Well, let's uh, let's take a break here, and then uh, then we'll get into our mortgage minutes. Perfect. with the uh, real estate mortgage minutes the so, favorite part of the show yes so i'm going to ask you first we're going to go real estate question so this week's question was i'm exploring putting my house on the market and i want to find out what it's worth but i don't want to speak to an agent yet because <laughs> i don't want to feel yeah. pressured into getting into the market just yeah. yet where can i find my value yeah, yeah other than zillow <laughs> yeah don't uh, you know there, there's really to be honest i mean there's no you're not going to get an automated value that's going to be completely accurate. So, I mean, you're just, you know, if you don't want to talk to an agent, you're, you're probably going to be out of luck on that. Um, the only other place I would say you can go uh, would be to contact an appraiser. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, an appraiser, you can do a pre-list appraisal, um, usually ha- a fraction yeah, a of the price. Hundred bucks, yeah. A couple hundred bucks, um, you know, uh, you know, find a reputable appraiser who can come out and, and they want to, you got to have them look at the interior. That's the one thing. Everybody get you know doesn't understand the Z estimates. You cannot go by a Z estimate because 
computers aren't inside your house to determine, you know, what the condition is like yeah. inside. I haven't, up- I haven't updated my house in 25 years. Yeah. Zillow and, said, though. <laughs> and the other thing about that is the, um, you, you know, when, when, when you're talking about appraised value, appraised value doesn't necessarily always line up with market value. Um, you know, and, and, you know, you got your four values on the property. You've got appraised value, which is what the banks say it's worth. You've got your um, replacement value, which is what your insurance says it's worth. Um, you've got the um, uh, market value, which is what the uh, the buyer is is uh, willing to pay for it. Um, you, then you, know, you have your internet your, value. Well, you've got the... your assessed value, which is what your tax man says. Yeah, well, that's always. <laughs> a, I, I can add twenty five percent to that, and I'm and I'm good, right? But that's that's not the answer. So, so, uh, you, you know, and if you don't want to pay for it, one of the best ways to do is go back six months in your neighborhood, find homes that are, are similar to yours, uh, and, and look at what they sold for. You know, you know, go back to six months, look at the sold data. You can find it in the public records, um, you know, and, and uh, you can kind of gauge it that way. But really, unless you're talking to a real estate professional, um, you know. Realtors are there for a reason. Yes. And, and even in a, an appraisal is really just a professional opinion. And you get three appraisers and get three different and values. Three I, different see values. All, I see them in my business yeah. all the time. You get you three get different three values. realtors with three different <laughs> values. You know, it's a, it's a professional opinion as right. to the value. It's not anything set in stone. There'd be nothing worse than getting the wrong information and you sold the house for twenty grand less than it was worth because you wanted uh, to save five by not having a realtor. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> good information, good information. Good what you got for me? Uh, so here's a question that came in. Uh, wh- what are the differences uh, between a 15 and 30 year mortgage uh, besides the obvious? Uh, and when does it make sense to you take out the 15 year mortgage instead of the 30 year? So this is a good question. We're seeing more and more people trying to do the 15 year mortgages because it does make sense. Um, but sometimes the rate is about the same. Like right now is a perfect example. The yield, they're not paying as much for that 15 year bucket as they are for the 30 year bucket. So it really just depends on the situation. If you're, you know, looking at retirement or something like that, the, but you control your amortization. All mortgages are simple interest loans. So you can go on any amortization schedule, like on bank rate, or you could call me or whatever. And you could put, if I want to pay off, I got 25 years left on my mortgage and I want to pay it off at the 15 year. How much do I have to overpay to pay it? You control it. So like right now where the, 30-year rates, four or four and a quarter. The 15-year rates, probably almost exactly the same. So we probably will put you on a 30 in case you lose a job or something. And then you're going to, I've had plenty of people refinance out of 15s back into 30s because something came up. So I'm not a huge advocate of the 15 because I can control it myself. Mm -hmm. Um, Just with biweekly payments, little all kinds of different things. I can tell you how to, to adjust it. Um, and you know, on a lot of lenders, us, for example, at caliber, you can pre, you could pay lump sums and have it reamortized. So you could pay, oh, okay. you know, so you sold a rental property and you net it 25 grand. Hey, I want to, here's the 25 grand and I want to set my amortization and we'll re we'll recast the loan. Oh, so, wow. you know, every, there was a time five years ago, the, the 15 year rate was two and a quarter, two and a half. Yeah. And the third year was four and a quarter. We did a ton of 15 years. That was one of those times it made sense, you know, especially if you had 22, 23 years left and you could swing the extra 500 bucks, mm-hmm. then you do it. So, gotcha. you know, there's always a different situation. I, I'll tell you one quick one and I'll go. I had a guy that called me to do a 15 year loan. He just bought a brand new car, did the zero for 60 on this car payment, right? Mm-hmm. His car payment was still 600 bucks. It was a nice car. So he called me to do a 15 year. I did a 10 year on him. 
mm-hmm. and I said, you're going to apply the same amount of money that you were paying on your car because I'm going to pay your car off with the refi. But, Mike, I got 0%. I said, hold on, wait for it. You're going to p- make the same exact payment on my 10-year option, and you're going to pay the house off in five years. This was about this is about 10 years ago. Yeah. He paid it off in the same amount of time he was going to pay off his car at 0% interest because we leveraged the money. It was the it was probably the best loan I've ever done in my career. Wow. It was crazy. So, you know, every situation's different. Okay. All right. Good question. Yeah. Well, guys, that's it for this week's show. I wanted to take a chance to thank all of our listeners for tuning in. Yes, thank if, you. Yeah, if you like what we're doing, please share the show with all your friends. We're, we're getting a little bit of traction right now. We stream on all major media sources. We've got iTunes, Spotify. Uh, you can also get us on Radio Public and Breaker. Those apps are free of charge, to, uh, so be sure to subscribe to our show and never miss an update. We also want to take a second to thank Janet for coming out and Absolutely. talking to us about oh, the how to take care of our furry friends in the region. Uh, one last time, Janet, tell us how the listeners you know, can, can do their thing or make a donation to you. Sure. Um, so you can visit us on Facebook at Too Strong Fund, T-O-U Strong Fund, um, or you can go to artanimals.org slash Too Strong Fund. Perfect. And again, we'll have all those links out there. And as always, because we got to put this part in here to keep it tax deductible, <laughs> for your real estate needs, you get with Joe Bergamino at www.beachandbay757.com. And mortgage questions, you can reach me at www.imyourvalender.com. Uh, we have another great show coming up in a couple weeks. We'll be talking about insurance. Oh, I love Woo! it. Yeah. That's going to be way better than the pizza episode. Have a great couple weeks, everyone. Talk to you soon.